Hello, and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study, our starting point. Acts chapter 3, and let's start with verse 7. And he, Simon Peter, took him, the man at the gate beautiful, by the right hand, and lifted him up, and immediately his bones and his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood, and walked, and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping, and praising God. So what do we see here? The complete and total healing of the man at the gate beautiful for 38 years. He could not walk. Now, for the first time in his life, he not only can walk, he can jump, he can leap, he can move all over the place. He was healed by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, after this, we're in the temple courtyard. There are thousands of people there. No doubt, every one of them has seen this guy sitting at the gate year after year after year after year. The residents of Jerusalem, they knew this guy pretty well. They saw him on a near daily basis. Those who come in from out of town, they also see this man on an annual or two or three time a year basis. This is not a stranger. Oh, he's not a friend to anyone, but he's definitely not a stranger. They know who this guy is. Now, for the first time, they see him get up and walk. Usually, when you see someone doing like this, you pay attention for a few minutes, and then you move on. In the case of this man, because everyone knew he, who he was, he's been there for 38 years, it catches their attention. A man who by no means should not be able to walk is now walking, leaping, jumping, and praising God. And let me add, probably not in a quiet voice either. To 38 years, there's a lot of pent-up joy in this guy that's waiting to get out. And on this day, he is showing this joy to everyone and to all. He catches the attention of the people, and they begin to gather in and see this guy who has never been able to walk. Verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. As I said, everybody knew who this guy was. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. They were shocked. They were stunned. They know the story. They know this was not possible. They want to know what happened. Enter Peter. Now, earlier it was just him, John, and the man at the gate beautiful. The power of the Holy Ghost moved. The man was healed. Now, because of the same power, over 5,000 people have gathered together 
wondering what had just happened. Now, verse 1 was clear. Peter did not go to the temple to preach. He went to the temple to pray. Let's also assume he does not have the copy of the Bible with him. All he has is, well, himself and John and Holy Ghost power. Now on today at Pentecost, the Holy Ghost anointed Peter to preach to the crowd assembled on that day. The Holy Ghost is going to move in the exact same way for Peter to preach in an open public place with no speaker system to cover eight, excuse me, 5,000 people. This is going to be another mighty move of the Holy Spirit even before Peter begins to open his mouth. We see verse 11. And the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John. And all the people ran together unto them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Verse 12. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Why are you acting so surprised? Next part. Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Let's make this clear. He is not under the power of Peter and John that this man got up and walked. Peter and John they only obeyed the voice of the Spirit. It was Jesus through the Spirit that empowered this man to do something he had never done before, to rise up and walk. Verse 13. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up, and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. Let's hold there for a second. Immediately, we start with what? The God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of our fathers, the God of Israel. Then what? God has glorified his son, Jesus. How did God glorify Jesus on this day? First, through the healing of this man. Any miracle that is performed, God is glorifying his son through this. Regardless of the miracle or the healing, we must make sure that God glorifies His Son through what happened. This message is also part of the glorification of Jesus. God the Father through the Spirit giving Peter the ability and the information to preach this message. Then what does Peter do? He immediately 
goes back to something most of these people are familiar with. What? Whom you delivered and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. Peter here is referring to when the crowd was cheering, crucify him, crucify him. How does Peter describe this? Denied the Holy One and the just. They were denying Jesus. But on this day, they will get a chance to change their mind regarding this. And we'll pick up with this in our next lesson.